<laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. And our uh, hey everybody, our, our, our amiable co-host Liz. Hello there. And the worst oh. influence in a guest that we've had in quite a long time, <laughs> which makes me really happy. Uh, Sarah, hello. hello. Sarah, Hi. Sarah is here as we discuss the Mummy, uh, the Tom Cruise movie that came out over this past weekend. And uh-huh. I would like to just here's my only goal for the episode. Yeah, I need to figure out whose fault it is. I had to sit through that. Yours. It's mine. I'm pretty sure it's Liz's. It's mine. It, oh, I'll take full responsibility for that. Because, but it might be Sarah's. No, I just it really wanted to bring my friend effort. on the show. It was a group effort. A drunken okay. outside Johnny's film station. Yeah. Okay. Uh, group effort. Yeah. Okay. So just, mm-hmm. just. You're welcome. I don't think this one's going to outrank Wonder Woman. Let me just let's just go. I know we I haven't mean, done the numbers yet. I don't want to jump don't ahead. Know. It also had a female lead characters. So. <laughs> Would you call that? Up? <laughs> All right. I'm not anyway. sure. I wouldn't call that a character. Uh, All right. Let's. But 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 first. But first, we have we have things. Let's we have do. something even more depressing than the mummy. Oh, by oh. a fair margin. Yeah. Uh, Sad day. We have lost Adam West. Yeah. Uh, best known, of course, for his role as Batman in the uh, 1960s live action version. Uh, you youngsters may also know him as the uh, mayor of Quahog. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, true. And he lives on in the pages of Batman 66 and uh, the new DC series. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. So good. Um, I mean, he, uh, he died on June 9th, 2017 uh, from leukemia. Um, it was 88, which, I mean, all right. The guy had a good run. He did. He did. Like, he, he got to go out there and do his thing. I mean, 80 is a hell of a lot longer than I'm going to live. He got to be a great grandfather. <laughs> he did. And that's, dude, legit. Good for good for you and all that stuff, but you know, as fans of geek culture, that's just that one hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. So, uh, rest in peace, sir. Loved ones and all that stuff. Yeah. So, all right, all right, all right. Now let's get some happy news, and then we'll yeah, do the we mummy, and it'll be depressing again. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's see what's going on next. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to just. Dan, why don't you just take this thing? Okay, so as we all know, I love Stargate. We'll be talking about that very soon. Um, there, there were three series for Stargate in addition to the movie that came out in 1994. Uh, we had the uh, SGU, the, or SG-1 that ran for 10 years. We had uh, Atlantis that ran for, I think, seven years. And then Universe came around, and after two seasons, it was canceled on a cliffhanger, and we never got an ending, and it drives people like me insane. So... Luckily, happily, we are getting a comic book version of season three to kind of finish up the uh, the whole thing. Hang on. Yeah. Okay, so if you guys are looking at our show notes or you're watching on the video, you'll see the cast. Probably. Show, you'll see the cast. What? Right there. Right, what about it? <laughs> right, right. The show notes, they're right oh, here. Oh, okay. Yeah. They got the, I, would, yeah. I can't actually see the box. I would know what the hell you were doing there. <laughs> Here's the point. There's a cast photo Probably that we magic. have on our show notes, on our show notes, and I'm looking at the cast photo now, and I'm suddenly realizing that you've got... Well, I knew Rumpelstiltskin was in it. <laughs> yeah. From, um, before he was Rumpelstiltskin. Before he was Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> I did not realize that Ming-Na Wen uh, yeah. was in it. I forgot about that. Yeah, and, and she's in, uh, uh, I think, all of them. She makes an appearance in SG-1, Atlantis, and she's a, a series regular on SGU. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And who's that, standing, up. Who's, who's, and who's that standing next to, to, to her? Uh, oh, God, what is his name? I forget his is name. Is that the guy that's also been on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. lately? I don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, well, then never mind, because I can't tell from the photo if it is, but... Yeah, it could be. 
All right, I may have to go back and watch SGU. I loved SGU. It's only a two-year run, and it's it's a cool concept. It was. But I actually, it's very different from the other two series. The other two series are much more like episodic. Hey, we're going to go through the gate. We're going to fight a battle. We're going to come home, and everything's going to be okay. We're gonna reset. It's kind of like the, the Alice in Wonderland live-action Disney show, where she would go through the mirror every day and... Yeah, I'm trying to make it relatable. Or like Star Trek Next Generation. It's very Star Trek Next Generation. It does have it does have a similar feel. Although, see, the thing is, Richard Dean Anderson is what made yeah is what made all of that. So, like the second he left, I I mean, the second he left SG One took a nosedive as far as I was concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, Only my love for Amanda Tapping kept me going. Exactly. We still had her. We still had uh, Daniel Shanks. Right. Right. So there's there's good things. But uh, uh, this one was basically a crew that got stuck on a ship that was just going at light speed towards the Big Bang. Oh. And they had no way of getting home. I think that I think the reason I stopped watching SGU was I got tired of Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, just, oh, he was the <laughs> biggest badass in the show. No, well, he's, but after about episode two or three, I'm like, somebody would have shot him by now. Like, in, in well, real life, if anyone, I don't even own a gun, and if anybody I was locked in a room with, I would just... I would just make one to materialize out of thing. It kind of turns into <laughs> like beat him with a, sure or beat him with a pipe. I mean, it doesn't have to be a gun, you know. But yeah, I would find pull something, the leg off of the couch. Something, something because just, of him. Because of his storyline, it kind of becomes like uh, Stargate SG One uh, meets. Oh God, what am I thinking of? There's no telling. Uh, you ruined. That's, it. You a, kept that's talking. a dark path that we don't want to go down, right? <laughs> no, no, it was something good. But anyway, it, it was a lot of fun. Do you want to you want to tell them about uh, the podcast, the other one with the people that are coming? Oh yeah, if you're Speaking a Stargate fan, <clears throat> Brad, um, check <laughs> out. There's no place like Terra. It is a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. So we've got uh, two people. One of them, uh, uh, Nix, has seen the show. She's watched it all the way through like five times, like me. <laughs> and her friend Grace, who's never seen the show, and they watch together and commentary on it and all that kind of good stuff. And they are going to be coming on our show in just a few weeks. Yep. The July 4th episode yes. will be the... Uh, actually, I guess it'll drop July 6th. Yes. Yeah. The July 6th episode will have the folks from no, Fo- no Place Like Terror. We're excited. Really good to meet them, too. And Terror, by the way, is on the show The Word for Earth. So, there you go. Right. Terror's often The Word for Earth yeah. in lots of geek <laughs> So, Nintendo <laughs> Land update. It's not called Nintendo Land. Um, I don't know what Do we going. know what it's officially They'll probably come up with an awful name. They will. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is not right. a giant mouthful. <laughs> right. yeah, they, uh, this will be like Mario and Luigi's fantastic new super fun play place. Like yes. <laughs> yes. That's, you got t- trademark, 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 I call trademark. Um, Does it work that way? So I don't know. I but you I've have got, to pay like, for a trademark. I've got, no, no, I called dibs. I, somebody get Brad on the phone. Um, so, I called the front seat, so it's mine. <laughs> if you called, listen, we respect dibs. Around here, absolutely, <laughs> and fives, and fives, and fives, yeah. and shotgun. Uh, uh, anyway, the, the point here is the the uh, you know what was the point here? Oh, Universal has yeah. announced that they've got uh, it, we following the story. Uh, they're going to be opening up Nintendo Land at their parks, and um, there's going to be a Mario Kart ride. That's all that really Allegedly, matters. And it I really, I just, are we going to get to throw shells and banana peels? That's what, I'm going to bring my own banana peels. Am I allowed to have Tourette's while I drive the car? <laughs> <laughs> just that's like playing Mario Kart question. at home. Just, yeah, there's not, that's not Tourette's. That's just screaming obscenities. That's, <laughs> that's not. Which, and it's not at Disney, so you're fine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah it's that's universal. universal. It's, cool. uh, well, it's I mean, not a family park, guys. Get here's the right. thing. If you can't throw things at the other drivers, then it's not Mario Kart. Right. I, I bet mean, it's going to be like MIB style lasers. Oh, no. Nah, like, just throw your water bottle. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter Sarah's if it gets on the ride track. Sarah's, Sarah's on the. I think Sarah's on a roll here. I like. I like where her head's at. Right? Um, and they also did. Uh, they, we, we know. We know it's going on because they filed a bunch of patents, and there are now people whose job it is, is I guess, to review patents from companies uh-huh. and try to figure what they mean. Which has got to be both the best and worst job oh, on the planet. Um, but they also discovered that there was a bunch of uh, patents that were filed that led people to believe that they were going to do some kind of major video game championship thing here, competitive video gaming. Thing. Well, they've got like at, is, uh, I mean, there's some. I'm assuming that this is taking over like the tune area. I, I don't know. No, I'd love Dudley Do Right. Barney. Dudley Do Right's rips off alls is okay, fantastic. but the only oh, thing Barney exists for is lines for horror nights. Like, yeah. Did they do our trips off all? It's the worst. I, I had to work there one day. It's so irrelevant, though. Who it's knows so who, damn. besides Al, knows who Dudley Do-Right is anymore? No no one. Literally right. no one. Has your, like, have your children heard of him? No. Okay. No I just one. really Tear it like down. the villain. <laughs> I know. Tear it down right? and put in Mario. I can't remember their names. Uh, Natasha and uh, <laughs> Boris. Yeah, Natasha and Boris. But they've got, they've got one of the big theaters there. Like oh, they yeah. had a big show that they were supposed to do, and then it got canceled, and then they just use it for like special events. <laughs> so you and could, lines for horror nights. You could totally use that for the competition. I think it'll be it good. We're 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 waiting to hear what the other couple of rides are going to be, but there does look like there are. What, what I think is probably the most interesting and important piece of this is that they do appear to be mirroring pieces that sound similar to what we've been hearing about coming from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of stuff where. And I think this is a great thing for the theme parks to do anyway. There's a bunch of stuff to do that doesn't involve waiting in line to get on a ride. Yeah. Right? And the more interactive the park itself becomes. And you see this or with themed. Harry Potter. More themed the, the theme more, park yes. is. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Imagine that. What a concept. <laughs> but the, it, wait, what kind of park is this? <laughs> right? <laughs> but the more, the more I'm forgetting th- the word. <laughs> the more themed it is, the more things there are to do outside of it, the better it becomes for... You know the park goers, the less uh-huh. long. I mean, just there's a whole bunch of stuff to get in that, and you can see both Universal and Disney making moves in that direction. Yeah. and uh, I'm down. Although I still don't have any desire to go see the Avatar Land. You don't want to wait in line what? for five and a half hours. Oh, I want to go see that so bad. It looks so cool. It's Pocahontas. Uh, you know, what? I'll, I'll see it when the sequel comes out. Will you? I mean, no. Yeah. Pandora. I'll do it when the sequel comes out. <laughs> Listen, at this point, when you say Pandora, I think of the music app. I do not think of that stupid ass movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Avatar. There, I said it. Wow. It was it was pretty. It, it was, was very pretty. pretty. It was long. That was <laughs> it sure was. It was a movie. It was it was better than the mummy. It was the Titanic <laughs> wait, of wait, our wait era. a minute, wait a minute. We're not there yet. Uh, <laughs> all right. So up next we have the trailer for the Black Panther uh teaser trailers finally dropped. And um I'm happy. Are you? Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm, oh, I'm thrilled. I'm super happy. I'm. Uh, I couldn't be happier. I'm just gonna comment on the El Dorado thing. <laughs> yeah, here's uh, here's, uh, here's unnecessary line. Unnecessary line. Uh, <laughs> here's my question: the uh, the two times that you have found uh, really hip hop music overlaying any superhero anything mm-hmm. has been for Luke Cage and Black Panther. And Despicable Me 3. Since superhero, not <laughs> crappy trilogy, kids trilogy. I'm just, I'm just saying, and I noticed in the trailer, the trailer for that. that They've the, actually uh, always had, they always have had like a hip hop. Yeah, but like Eminem, Dewey Culture laid down a track a for Despicable Me. Like, come on. Yeah, that was weird. Guy. But let's just jump back here. So Black Panther and, and Luke Cage both get the hip hop treatment. Uh-huh. Yes. That feels just a teensy bit racist. <laughs> yeah, especially here, because this isn't an African-American character. I don't know that it's, it's so much racism African as character. much as yeah. it's appropriation. Are we gonna, is that what we're going to go with? Yeah. Okay. 
Maybe. Sure. <laughs> I think it's just. I think they're pandering. Pandering, yeah. Yeah, yes. we're just we're just, we're just, we're, just we're just flat out blatantly stereotyping at this point, right? Yeah. Hey, there okay. are black people in this movie. <laughs> I don't know if you guys uh, knew this. Or a few. Not. Well, I guess I guess, but then would it have been weirder if something like um, I don't know, like like the Hulk had hip hop tones overtones throughout it? Would that have been also? Is there? Green I would have been totally music? cool with that. That's like, <laughs> true. Green, green like, people music. I don't know what the oh Eminem can solely sing all the white action stars. Music. Actually, you know what? <laughs> this this is what we need too. We need we need the next Disney movie, like the full animated like Disney uh-huh. movie, and the next Disney princess needs needs a hip hop track. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's Mulan. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, no, that was that was Christina Aguilera. Well, we, no, that's that's the next live action. Please don't. Do oh, Mulan's going to no. be the next ne- live action. It's yeah. going to have a Is white person. Okay, it's a thing, and probably not going to. Did we put music. a white? We cast a we cast a white it's gonna girl. It's going to be like Braveheart pretty, style. I'm pretty pretty sure they have. It, they're going to have to cast a white girl as it. Yeah, but I'm, they're going to give her like a little bit of a cat eye so she looks Asian. Oh sure, yeah, sure, ob- sure. obviously. ScarJo, or are we going to mix it up a little? Well, I'm just I'm asking for a friend. It's the one that looks just like her. They all look just like her. It was the trailer for the Mummy today. I was like, oh, another Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> anyway, the what was what was the oh so but the but the Black Panther movie does look really good. I'm really happy with what's going on yes. here. Um and uh I think that was I don't think of anything else really to add to the I, oh, the I Wakanda think they nailed Wakanda. Yeah, here's the thing. It's going to be really really hard in, in, to to be able to sell that what well, nobody's been to Wakanda because this is 2017, right? And global travel is a really big thing. You didn't hide Shielding the fact technology. That, also, El Dorado uh, is a chilling technology. I, 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 <laughs> we just saw it in Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah, but that was set in the forties. The same thing. Yeah, it was. It, exactly. And they still broke through it. They still found it. Right. Okay. But, you, but we already saw that there's like people. There's guards everywhere keeping people from getting in or out. Oh well. I'm gonna have a hard time with that story with it, with that piece. Even with chilling yeah. technology, there are yeah. still people. So I don't think any corner of this planet is undiscovered at this point. So thermoscarrets, totes cool. But 1940s, 1940s. Uh-huh. 2017. Mm-hmm. I see no problem. Ugh. Well, there's some technology that's existed, right? Uh, and but that was developed. But the whole idea is that they that they're way ahead of us. That's the whole thing. We'll wait. We'll they, wait and see. They have their flying cars. Do they have a floating transporting? Yes, teleporting you, island. You can think that of is it, also they shielded. It. That is also <laughs> invisible <laughs> to the human eye. All right, let's move on. Yeah, but it's in the middle of Africa. Anyway, We're moving movie's on. gonna be cool. Uh, next, we uh oh we have a th- oh, sorry we have a update here. With Al did a thing. Did. Al did do a thing. Yeah, he did. Did a couple things actually. Uh, so we're recording on Sunday this week. So if any big news happened between now and Tuesday, we normally record. Oh well. Um, <laughs> should have they should have. Sorry, Elon. I didn't. We should have warned you. Um, <laughs> but uh, 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 I went and did the U.S. Air Guitar Championships. Because oh, sorry, qualifiers. Qualifiers. Yeah, because you, you guys were so great and you showed us a lot of love on social media. We did. I was. So we got to put Alan a pink wig and I put makeup on his face and it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. We almost got to see Liz up there too. Mm-hmm. We didn't quite get it to hundred. <laughs> um, I just want you guys to know uh, for your love and support. I want you guys to know that I came in dead last. Yes. Uh, yes, he didn't fail to disappoint you. The, unless you were expecting him to do good, and then I don't know what you're doing listening uh, to the show. Yeah, I don't know. You clearly are new here. Um, I, I, w- I would like to state that the judges were a little harsh. Especially um, that one. Yeah, yeah. George, George Lucas was, was, yeah. Was, a, was, a, was a tough judge. Oh, is that what we're calling him? We don't remember his name? I don't, I don't think I ever heard his name. George um, Lucas. I did, he, did, he did look very much like George I Lucas. Did, I, well, the thing is, everybody else was like someone doing so much cosplay that I assumed he was cosplaying. Yeah. 
as George Lucas. No, he was like he was the actual guitar player, like professional. No, I heard like, that he's but made the, a living for like fifty five years of being a guitar player. Guitar players can also cosplay. There's nothing that says they don't. Don't be so prejudiced, right? Man. But he was there for technical. Yeah, my technical skills weren't all that hot. It turns out. <laughs> Although here's 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 my counter argument. It's air guitar. Mm-hmm. If I could, if I had the technical ability, I would play a real guitar. Um, Ooh, sounds like something somebody that came in last place would say. It does. It does. I'm a little. Doesn't it? I'm a little. I'm a little. Are we a little bitter? I'm. A, I thought. I, I didn't think I was the worst. Oh. I wasn't the best. You did have good airness. I had great. Airness. You had great airness. I had great. No, the guy. There was the guy. Loose Cannon was his name, and you could check out the live stream with the video uh, of it from Liz interviewing him. He was better than everyone. Yeah. He, wow. And he said he's been doing it for years and years and years. So. Yeah, he, like, knows a former U.S. Air Guitar champion, which is, like, world champion, which is interesting. But sure, why not? Um, so, anyway, but it was really good. It was I had a good time. Hourglass was a lot of fun. Everything was really kind of great there. So, yeah. uh, thank you. All. We had a bunch of folks that came out and supported us and said hi. So, you know, hey, guys, thank you for coming out and supporting us. Hope you guys also had a good time. Hourglass is always a fun. Oh, but more importantly... I got the best tacos in Central Florida, and I and I showed Liz the best tacos in Central Florida. Yes, I actually didn't get tacos; I got a chimichanga. But you got, but it was delicious. Yeah, it was. It's just a different form of taco. It's fried and it it's was, covered in cheese. So. Oh my god, it was so Isn't good. Isn't all Mexican food a different form of a taco? That's what I always say. No, I mean not all. Not all rectangles or squares. I think we're getting a little. Are we getting, <laughs> are we getting a teensy bit racist again? Are we getting no. <laughs> I have degrees in it. Not all burritos are tacos, but all (laughs) tacos tacos are There's some kind of a Venn diagram. (laughs) (laughs) Also, as long as we're updating folks with things that came before, Netflix issued an apology to fans of Sense8 for canceling their show. Of course, they're also not going to do anything about it. So you can... Oh, well. Let's move on to our main topic. Sounds good to me. Hooray, Uh, the mummy. That's the last time you'll hear Liz say that. Exactly. (laughs) The mummy. So... About that mummy. In the mid-90s, Brendan Fraser did a movie uh, called The Mummy. And and it was great. It was, I mean, it was all right. For, for the times and the age that I was. Right, I mean, it was it was a fun... Popcorn movie. Uh, yeah, action, quasi-comedic yeah. romp. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, then there were sequels. The Mummy Returns oh. actually was the best. The Mummy Returns was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed The Mummy Returns. Mm. Uh, all the way up until the end when we had this really, really, really weird CGI moment uh, <laughs> with The Rock. We all know how you feel about weird CGI yeah, moments. <laughs> and, uh, and then actually there was a Scorpion King which starred The Rock with Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. And Garbage. That, what are you... T- oh, you're, it was clearly his first time really acting. Yeah. <laughs> are you... Are you are without you, wrestling. I just have a hard time watching anything with pseudo history in it <laughs> like, right right at so, this point like i like you know that kind of stuff if i can you know suspend the disbelief which i can't so let's let's back up here sarah why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are your background and such so we can understand uh how hard this was for you to sit through <laughs> <laughs> um i have a master's degree in 18th dynasty egyptian archaeology so um right who doesn't yeah 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 um <laughs> It's a very niche archaeology in general. Like, there's like an umbrella, and then like we're all like, yeah, but we do this super rare thing. And so my thing was I was super obsessed with uh, King Tut's dad because uh, he was crazy cuckoo bananas. Um, King, Tut's, King Tut's dad. His dad, mm-hmm. who you've probably never heard of, his name is Echinaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was actually married- I, have, I do know what? Stargate. Yeah. yeah, he was married to Nefertiti. So right. um, as a like. 
five-year-old, I was like, I'm going to find Nefertiti. <laughs> just kidding. Um, like two years ago, they were like, oh, we've actually had her for like 20 years. We just didn't know it was her. We didn't know. It's Whoopsie. Our Whoopsie daisy. DNA testing, though. And I was like, oh, my God, my childhood Aww. dream is dead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's got to – I mean, all of my childhood There's got to be somebody for you to find. You know, um, I've definitely Did gotten you... the whole – hasn't everything been found? <sighs> No, probably not. No, look, I think no. this movie demonstrated. I think, yeah, this movie proved yeah. that obviously everything ha- hasn't been found. Have you looked in Iraq? Yeah. Have you? Well, you know, um, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What are we talking about? Spoilers. Oh, yeah, by the way. Well, actually, no, no. Let me you should know better by now. Actually, no, no. Back up. First, don't go see this yeah, movie. Just, don't. just don't. Please don't. Uh, I was actually so surprised at how I think full that's the theater harsh. was when we went to go see it. I was very confused. I think that's a little harsh. <laughs> do you? I do. Like, I, like, yeah, we're going to have fun that today. Oh, oh, d- does Dan like a movie more than I do on this episode? I think I might. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Were you just turned on by Dollar Store Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Dollar Store Rihanna. Like, the whole movie, all I was like was like, is she Rihanna at the Met Gala? Like, Who doesn't like watching Tom Cruise run and jump and hold his breath? Also, oh, he does. He yeah. looked, in all of his movies. Right. He looked real old. There's a couple parts. I, uh, okay. Time's uh, been cruel to him. <laughs> so, no, it has not. Time has not been cruel. Actually, yeah, no, that that's like the one positive pretty... thing that I have to say about this movie is Tom Cruise looks pretty good. I don't, yeah. and I don't even find him attractive, and he looks pretty good. He's aging. He's, he's aging not really Brendan well. Fraser. He's like 62. Like, <laughs> is he really? Guy? No, he's oh, like, like 50. Oh, also, if we're going to talk about people poorly aging and the mummy in one sentence, have you seen Brendan Fraser? Oh, <laughs> 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 poor Brent. I think there might be some drugs involved in that one. There, <laughs> there may be some life choices that are. Bad, some bad right, life so decisions. <laughs> Sorry, I derail things. So <laughs> the so uh, with with the background uh, in Egyptian history, uh-huh. um, this may be painful for you at points. I guess almost everything is painful. <laughs> uh-huh. any, okay. any, I mean, but anything that like tries to like display Egyptian history, you're uh-huh. just like you didn't you didn't know you didn't. So how did how did how hard is it for you to watch Stargate? Oh, I won't. I haven't. I, she hasn't. I did once. I'll take. I did once. Yeah. Um, in college, I had to take a class that was called archaeology and pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this whole it was was like, it the movie or the show. It was a whole class dedicated to every night we had to go home and watch pseudo archaeology on TV or video mm-hmm. or whatever. And one class was totally dedicated to Stargate. And I remember sitting in my dorm room like. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was probably the movie though. I I don't. I'm guessing it was the movie. So, because the movie's a lot worse than the yeah. show. Anytime that they're like <laughs> aliens or, or it's crazy science, it's going to take us back to history. We're like, why? <laughs> no, why though? Because fun. Okay, so we're we're going to get into this a little bit more uh, in a little bit, but first we need we're going to go ahead and do our review do for it. for for the mummy. Yeah. Uh, again, for those of you who are not familiar with it, of course, we've got our five categories: originality, story, characters, tactical, and overall enjoyment. Everything gets ranked in a 1 in 10 score. We have to agree on each score before we can move forward. A perfect movie would get a 50. Dan, what is our current highest and lowest ranking movies? Our current highest ranking movie is... There's only like four... Wonder <laughs> Woman. Much, okay. much to Dan's dismay, it's Wonder yeah, Woman. That, that, no, no, that's not to my dismay by any means. Uh, we haven't reviewed very many good movies. <laughs> so, And then our worst was uh, Ghost in the Shell? Ghost in the Shell, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. Why would that one ever do um, poorly? I... <laughs> I was so depressed. I was so depressed by what they did to that movie. Uh, All right. So what was what was uh, Ghost in the Shell score? Ghost in the Shell came in at twenty eight. I asked because uh, I asked because there's no way in hell this is getting up to the highest ranking. I just wondering it was gonna. And and Wonder Woman came in at a forty four. 
Guardians of the Galaxy at 41. Oh, that's because the other one was a TV show. We did. I, we thought, did. I thought 42. We had, 42. we had Guardians at 42. Okay. 40, oh, yeah. Yours is Life of the Universe. Yeah. Everything. Okay. <laughs> I get it. So let's start with originality. One to ten. Uh, why don't we start with you, Liz? God. I, Can you say there's originality? I'm trying really hard not to be too harsh on this movie. I'm going to give originality like a five. Okay. Five. Uh, what's your number? Da, 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 Sarah? Nope, just num- nope. We're just, just numbers. numbers. Just numbers. Just oh, numbers. We, man. Ju- we debate after. One. <laughs> wow. It's a remake. A reimagining. That- Only numbers. Oh, okay, okay, one. okay. But, our, but, but originality here. No, I, I, we, she's never done this before. So <laughs> Listen. When we talk about originality, we're talking about did they do things differently in the movie than what you've seen before? So it's not just whether or not the actual concept uh, is. So we're not just talking about just storyline? Right, no, no, because no. otherwise. Storyline was a Right, like there's been a okay. million Batman movies, but... Dark Knight could still get a seven because they did something different than okay. anybody else. Did. Right, right. So I apologize. We should. I normally I, I take the time. So actually, mention these things in more depth. Remember the name but, of last week's episode? Uh, because we should be better. We really should be. We really should be better at this. <laughs> but the uh, yeah. So they, did they do something new here? Did they show us something that we haven't seen before? No. <laughs> so okay. I'm gonna, you know what? I'll be kind and say two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go a little bit closer to Liz. Uh, I'm gonna probably give this one. A, uh, I'm gonna give this one a six. There were some things. They were they they tried to do some stuff differently. They tried to to take a, di- a slightly different look at this thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it well, but they did try to. So for pure like, they didn't a just for re- effort is what you're doing right well, now. Okay. There there are other parts of this movie that are terrible. Absolutely. But if we're just looking at originality overall by itself, Dan, did, what's your number? Did they try? Yeah, yeah. There's no argument. Yeah, Mr. Numbers. Sorry, sorry, mm. sorry. Seven. Ew. What? And since I'm the last one to give a number, I can talk. Well, about then it. go ahead. Tell us why you're a seven, Dan. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, we've seen mummy mummy movies before. Sure. Um, I haven't seen any mummy movies where the mummy came from Iraq. I haven't seen any mummy movies where it was a female mummy. I haven't seen any mummy movies where it was Tom Cruise running and jumping and holding his breath. That's, uh, okay. There, there are a lot of one things. of these three things is a lie. I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of things about this movie that are different than the other incarnations that we've seen of it. I wouldn't give it an eight by any means. But I can see a seven. I would work my way down to a six. I think you can consider that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I and I, I guess that's where I come to uh, the Tom Cruise running and and holding his breath doesn't like it, it notches it up just a little bit in my book. It doesn't. I mean, just he just did this in a different setting. That's what Tom Cruise does. Yeah. Mission Impossible. You know, and like the, the, the yeah. right. <laughs> basically, who and doesn't want to see that? Element, that's great. The <laughs> element of the military presence and not just like oh, we're explorers that are archaeologists. Yeah. Okay, that are but that made for, like, no sense. It didn't make sense, but it was an there's, original concept. There's other categories for us to talk about why oh, yeah. how this. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Don't worry. But I think they definitely factor though. Did some things that we haven't seen before. I also will, and it's modern day. We didn't go back in time again. Yeah, I would come. I would come. Brendan Fraser was. I would come up to a six for that. I mean, it was the thirties. I think twenty-eight. I believe. Oh, twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess because I did spend an entire class where that's what I did. I Mm -hmm. looked at everything from Lara Croft to Stargate to like. History Channel, like you wouldn't think, History Channel falls into that. Oh no, it's no, History no. Channel, but oh no, no, oh, no. Oh, yeah. History no. Channel is a very bad proponent of pseudo archaeology. Uh, but see like, ancient aliens. <laughs> anyways, aliens. Um, but like because I've seen all those and I've studied all those, like oh, we dropped a bomb and we found a tomb. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, technically, that that's how we opened the pyramids. That's but yeah. <laughs> but that's... like, I don't know. Like, the, is if the only different thing was that we had a female protagonist? No, like, I think you know we did, we did no, no, no. antagonist yeah. mum antagonist. Mm, nope, that no, 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 no. I think I think though this the concept here of they weren't 
you know, the, I, what I did think was actually pretty original from uh, from the other media that we've seen mm-hmm. is that you know they and they they took the time to we'll say explain it was this whole thing was that this was not designed to send them to the afterlife to keep them trapped. Yeah. With uh and they and they went okay, and they yeah. took the time and they took the time to explain that. Yeah. And again, boy did they give us some exposition. But also they were like Ooh. we're treasure hunters and I was like <laughs> all right, I saw Sahara. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, and I I was saying I I'm not I'm not trying to say that this was a good movie, right. but I am trying to say that from an originality perspective they they, they did give it a pretty damn good shot. I think I mean with all the love in my heart, I'm afraid you're outgoated. <laughs> also, I, I, I mean, it's fine. I totally am. Also, I'm just I have not pessimist. seen a, a movie called The Mummy with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in it. Can we oh not? Can we, can we save that for story, please? Yeah, or characters? No, because that's... A, that's. I want to stop. I mean, if we're going to put that <laughs> into originality, originality, if we're going to put that into originality, then I would be like, yeah, I'll raise my number because yeah. who the... No, not a whole lot of people would have thought that right. the mummy would put that in there. Yeah, but that's okay. the dark universe. This is a connected universe with all these characters. We will get into that in a minute yeah. too. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think I think originality has landed at a six, though. Yeah. I think that's that's what we've landed. I, there. That's, that's all right. That's what happened. Okay. <laughs> You're next, the minority. <laughs> next uh, next story. story. So this is what we're talking. Uh. About. We're talking about plot. We're talking about pacing. We're talking about uh, whether or not the movie has a cohesive sense that it that it tends to make and things like that. Uh, and 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 I'll tell you what, Sarah. Why don't you just go ahead and <laughs> jump off for this? Okay, so this is where I can like consider the fact that you know these military gentlemen are like <laughs> going on treasure hunts in the middle of Iraq. Like that's that falls into this because now <clears throat> as a stu- I'm asking because I'm like no, does this fine. fall into this? Category? Yeah, yes, it is. Here's the, I will say this as a student of history. Uh, uh, I, you know that was my undergrad, not my oh my god, but as a student yeah, yeah. of history. I um I, I sympathize with a lot of your your plight here. However, as a guy who spent a lot of time in military bases and knew a, knows a lot of soldiers, that was not the most unrealistic piece of this movie. <laughs> right. I mean, it's absolutely not. You should seen some of the things. Don't get me wrong. I respect the troops in general, but I've known a lot of individuals who were terrible people. Uh, <laughs> I'm just being honest here. These and if you don't think that there were that there's been an occasional soldier that took something out of the particular place that maybe they shouldn't have. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, no. We all know the story of Bo Bergdahl. Uh, no, 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 I'll never do that. <laughs> but um, like, uh, there's uh, just your number. This is not going to get a high number from me, so I don't want you to feel concerned here. I'm going to say four. Yeah, actually, I was gonna I was gonna give it a four as well. Actually, I'm at a four. I'm at a six. Oh, I'm at a three. Okay, I'm not in the minority. <laughs> so, no, no, I was saying mm. this was this was not. There were. Um, I'll tell you, would you you were at a three? I was at a three. Go ahead. Okay, Make so your case. so story includes elements such as pacing. The pacing mm-hmm. was horrible. The pacing yeah. of this movie was absolutely awful. There was no characterization. Well, I mean, okay, that goes into characters, but there right. was no there was no characterization. Disagree. Uh, not your turn. Not your turn. Uh, he, you can disagree with me all you want. <laughs> it's, it moved so quickly, and we had to like. I, we didn't know why they were there and why they were treasure hunting, and it's just like it was like I feel like everything was kind of like an oh by the way, like they never really explained to you why the characters were doing what they were doing or why the story was moving the way it was moving as quickly as it was moving. Y- yeah, and, and, I agree with that. And not to mention the fact that like okay, so we find the mummy uh-huh. and. We immediately chain her up in the monster fucking sorry <laughs> like study zone, uh-huh. and 
she doesn't do anything and in the like and uh-huh. if and i don't want to compare this to the original mummy movie not the original original mummy movies but like the brendan fraser mummy movies but there's so much buildup of like the mummies walking around and regenerating mm-hmm. himself and terrorizing the village and being very scary and here it's like oh we got her whoop let's Shoot some chains in her, and now we got her all locked up, and we're pumping mercury into her, and she doesn't do anything. Weird, nothing. This movie is called The Mummy. It should have been called The Mummy Prisoner. Like it was, it was so dumb. Make your case for your six. Um, goodness, Uh, (laughs) six. First of all, I'm not saying I'm not praising it by giving it a six by any means. It's over a five, so you're in like the more positive zone. (laughs) Right, because I just I didn't walk out of there like completely bummed out by it. I don't know. Uh, the, I'm not saying that it's the most original story I've ever seen, but for what it is, it's a good popcorn movie. Okay, that's but all story, I'm at, that's all I was looking for. But for this. I mean, elements of story, plot, and pacing that you think are mm-hmm. six worthy. I think plot and pace. Oh, mm, the yeah, pace wasn't great. That's uh, I definitely knock it down for the pace. Um, it, it it was pretty consistent with with your typical mummy movie. I felt with the exception of the. The portion of the time that she spent chained up, but which was all of the movie. But but no no. no but here's the thing: going forward, she isn't the mummy. That's the whole twist in this movie. He's uh, the mummy. No, that, no, that almost no, makes me want to drop it down. God. Yeah, he's set. He's not the mummy. Right, but for the purposes of the D of this uh, dark universe, dark universe the DU, he's the mummy moving forward. Is he it? is your mummy. No, Johnny Depp is your Invisible Man. Russell Crowe is your Jekyll and Hyde. Like which these is, are the characters uh, which, they've they've cast. Does that part <laughs> fall into story, or does the that's why he was? That's why he had all like the wrapped another... up bandages, shit on his fingers at the end, and his face was covered because he's the mummy. Like yeah. that's the whole mm-hmm. thing. Okay, so so I'm, y- y'all know my thing. You make the rules of your universe, and then you stick with it. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's what kills me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy from. Uh, uh, Zoe Deschanel's what's her what's her what's her oh, film? Okay. Oh. Um, I was pleasantly new, surprised to see him. In there. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was like, like the good element. Yeah, he was whatever the guy's name is. Um, hey, can we get the slide? Can you see the slide with the names of the things? We get the things here. There we go. Jake Johnson. That's what Jake Johnson. Who we're yeah. talking about? Sergeant Chris Vale. He was like the best so, part of the movie. No, he yeah. agreed. But here's my here's my beef. Yeah. Um, he he was there for a little while, and uh-huh. he was there to provide some some direction for the plot. Yeah, and then he disappears. And there's several places where it would have made perfect a whole sense to lot put him of sense there. for him to show up to either. I mean, and he wasn't like he's not a good guy. He's not trying to encourage her to do to encourage. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise's character's name was Nick. He's not there to encourage Nick to go do good things. No, um, he was just trying to do them. Right. Yeah, he's just there to tell him to do things. He's Hawkeye in Avengers. Right, but he doesn't show. But it, there are several other places where he should have shown up and he didn't, and it was weird that he didn't show up. Because uh, see, if anything, I thought through the course of the movie, I was like, "Why are we seeing this guy so much? <laughs> like, what the fuck?" What Every is this time guy he came here? on, I was like, Thank you. "But, but at the, uh, by the end of the scene, I was like, oh, he was fun. That, that yeah, was that was comic good. relief.' Sure. And, and, and and then with the way that they brought him back at the end, I was like, "Okay, cool." But my other, oh, I thought that was so stupid. He just sure, random, randomly like, "Oh, thanks for bringing me happen? back to life." Like, and we didn't see any scene where he did bring him back to life. And why can we didn't he even to. bring people back to life? Because that didn't make any sense. Anyway, okay, all right, all right. But you're making that point for me. He he brought the score up a little bit. He he was no, he would have, and his presence did. But he wasn't. There was there was no consistency into what he was doing there's no consistency or explanation for why he was doing it and then we saw the same thing with 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 uh the mummy's powers the mummy's powers were very ill-defined sometimes she was 
She was enchantress. She bro. could break chains. We know that. Sometimes. Only, only if she didn't have like Mercury running through. But that was, which is fine. I mean, but that's which, fine. Look, if you're going to tell me that Mercury stops her, okay, Mercury her stops her. She's now, is that a totally fictional thing? That is, is that I, like I, a, I, is that, I have no, is that like a one hundred percent fictional, well, or is there historical evidence that Mercury is used to ward off evil spirits? Well, Mercury not in Egypt. Okay. I've well, ever Mer- seen. Mercury is Mercury has been used. I mean, they're thought to have magical properties since the beginning of time. Right. Yeah. Like, well, is, is it thought to have magical properties because it makes you cuckoo bananas? Yeah. Well, quick. So, well, <laughs> both its both its physical properties and the way that it behaves. And, right. You know, all Because it stuff. cures your syphilis. Um, <laughs> it also makes you crazy. It does, but it does Thank a lot of different beard. things on it. But that's but it has always been thought to have magical properties. So right. that I. I get they may not maybe not in Egypt in particular, but I can see where that's coming from. Yeah. But my issue here is that her powers are ill-defined, yeah. and there's no real terrible consistency to what's going on with her either, and that kind of bothered me. And I just feel like the whole like you know she made a, a blood sacrifice, which first of all, why does everyone cut their palms? Minor detail. Oh, you don't that. need to do that because now you've severed all these. The nerves. worst place. Anyway, so. <laughs> You know, and it's just such a quick, like, oh, she Time got out. mad because there's a baby boy. Come out. I'm just minor side note. What is the best place to cut yourself for a blood sacrifice? Asking for a friend. Okay. Tip of your finger. Tip of your finger. Not the middle of your palm. Yeah, but yeah like, why mean? do we have to slice all the way across the palm? I mean, if we're going historically, the Mayans like to put barbs through their tongue. Okay, yeah, sure. See, they just like eh, ran it through their tongue. Okay, yeah, but there you the, go. You know, think, no, 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 no. The, those are all terrible. Like, if you need more than a drop of blood, then, then pricking your finger doesn't do any good. Mm-hmm. You need something that bleeds a bit, but you want something that's not completely debilitating, like you know, through Poke your tongue in the shoulder. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I really feel like a but, shoulder wound is your best bet. Yeah, sure. I mean, but also history nerd part of the whole point of pricking yourself or making a blood sacrifice is that it's a sacrifice you're supposed to suffer so like well, not uh, having a hand right but you're like having an arm, usually it's like, like right in the you're about to go into battle it's not like, like i mean it's, how am i gonna hold a sword with my hand split open <laughs> yeah it's it's not it's not supposed to make your life easier well uh, i mean it's I, not look, getting a blood stabbed sacrifice in the shoulder doesn't still doesn't make life it. easier <laughs> Like, what's right. easy is to not get stabbed, but right. I feel like I'm already giving you blood here, and yeah. now I'm a little lightheaded, but I'm also debilitated. I can't use my hand, and, and that's weeks' worth of time to heal properly. They don't have Neosporin back there. Infections are oh. a serious problem. There's a lot of There's things so to think about. There's so much sand. Think about the sand. Oh, my God. Ugh. Outside's dirty. It's, yeah. it's just, it's not, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Listen, so anyway, okay, so okay, back, back to, okay, back I, to story. So we've got two fours of uh, uh, three and a six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I'm willing. I'm willing to come all the way up to a five on it. That's about. Oh, as high. I will come up to a four, and that's all you're going to get out of me from yeah, this one, guys. I mean, like the Annabelle Wallace's character, like her time. Wait, we're not there yet. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about storyline. Okay, but don't interrupt me. On <laughs> like we're it's we're on the same so for it's like will they slept together two weeks ago, like. Unnecessary. You couldn't, there you couldn't so even many, make it a yeah. full relationship. Like, hey, they used to bone. Like, no, anyway. because you're like trying to make him a, a scumbag. It's a redemption like that, story. But, see, but I feel like that was uh, such an unnecessary. He's supposed to be the biggest part dick bag story. you've ever seen. I mean, but they did that in the old mummy without that. Like, <laughs> well, no, I actually this part. This part I kind of liked because um, she right there at the beginning when they have this initial conversation with him and her and the colonel, and he and he 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 tries to make her uncomfortable, and she calls him out on it and says. Mm-hmm. He's trying to make me uncomfortable because he thinks I won't talk about the fact that we slept together a couple days ago, but we did. And she just owns that part. And, you know, I mean, but it's so, I think it was, such I, a, 
thing. I think it was a, it was dread. a cheap way to kind of establish her as this like no bullshit like tough female character. No, I think it was the first step in establishing him as a dick. Just like when she's like, "You, you I think thank you so much. You saved me. <laughs> you gave me the only parachute." And he's like, "I didn't know it was the only fucking parachute." Are you kidding me? <laughs> that I was, actually, it's like the one part of the movie this, that I liked. That's like, the whole thing. We're setting I this guy up. <laughs> We're setting this guy up to be the biggest dick you've ever seen in movies, so that he can have a redemption at the end. It wasn't a very good redemption. Yeah. But it's sacrificing himself. Okay, so... Four. <clears throat> I mean, but I there, was also, there was also, like, timeline inconsistency problems and stuff, too. Like, they were told, like, you have two hours to go down into that giant hole in the ground, find a mummy, get it out of the hole, right. get it in the helicopter, get to the jump, or, like, get out of here. Also, and I was like, the whole time that scene was happening, I was like, I'm sorry, this happened in two hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, that plane is not taking off with that sandstorm being there. Oh, yeah. God, no. Uh, no way. Yeah. But, like, and then beyond that, they're like, that mummy is 5,000 years old. I was like, girl. It takes me like six months in a library to figure that out. How you know that right there? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Like she was like, that is five thousand years old. Well, now. Give or take. And then oh, when, or she, take. when she's down in the hole and she's like, oh, this is the and like, she's like, look, like, and that's what I want to ask can you. Read these. Yeah, the, his, the historical accuracy of that when she's just like, it takes thirty seconds for her to look around and go. Obviously, this is where we are, and this is who we've just found, and blah blah. blah. Like no, right? Okay, okay, yeah. but but hang on, and I know, I know this this smacks <laughs> against a, like some, a deep part of you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We do not grade movies on historical accuracy. Okay, true. Yeah, yeah, but like, because no, if but- we graded movies on it, well any kind of accuracy to anything in the real world at all, all of our movies would be fours. But like, there was <laughs> like enough that twos. I was sitting there going, "They did this in two hours." Mm-hmm. There are no, and that, that piece I'll give you. Like, there's no freaking way that the three of them did anything like, like that in two hours. That alone well, it's she, taken like but three she days. did say, "No, go tell your guy. It's going to take as long as it takes." I'm getting this thing out of here, and I'm not leaving until it's out. Oh, so, or you'll have to explain, yeah, you have why, to explain why, why you yeah. left me behind. So they did explain that part away. Did yeah. they? Yes. Cheaply. Again, cheaply. Yeah, Everything again, was cheap. It's nobody's, the little thin strands. Nobody's arguing that this did, this was done well. No, it's just not the worst thing that I'm I've ever I'm sticking seen. to my guns. I'm sticking I don't to my guns. I'll come up to a four, but that's where did, I'm Have saying. you seen Ghost in the Shell? Because that was a four. <laughs> oh. Dan, yeah. why you always got to do this, man? Because this is okay. but this was no, no, no. standalone. We're standing alone here. No, We're this not. goes on a gr- this yeah, goes on our no, big board of all of our movies. To, yeah, he likes to I bring like up the other ones. It's kind of the whole the point same. of the rubric is so that we have a <laughs> ranking of all of our movies. Right, so we can compare apples to apples here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll I I think I think a five is fair. I Ew, think whatever. I'll go to a five. But I don't <laughs> think I can get there's there's no way I can go to a six. There's no freaking way this goes this goes past the halfway point. Fair. Fair. No, I'll set it. I'll set it five. I mean, I, it's okay if you feel dirty when it becomes a five. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go home and take a really hot shower and cry. <laughs> but now we get to talk about characters. Okay, Dan, why don't you dollar store Rihanna? <laughs> why don't Why don't you you start us off here? I'm gonna kick us off with a six. Man, you are easy to impress. <laughs> <laughs> I say that with kindness. I'm sorry I never met you before today. <laughs> uh, okay, where where'd you land? Oh, I'm like at I'm at a four with characters and I and that's generous only because of Veil. Vale. Only right. because of the comic relief qualities shown by Mr. Jake Johnson. Even even though he made no sense in the storyline, and he plays the same for majority of the everything. movie, he did. And actually, what threw me off is isn't his character's name Nick in New Girl? Yeah, that, that yeah. Okay, that so threw me off. Yeah. he was yelling Nick, and I was I just I threw me. Okay, so where did you give characters? Oh boy, um, 
It's not good. <laughs> I think I was completely thrown off when they threw Dr. Jekyll into the mix because I was like, wait, what? I didn't do any research well, see, on purpose when I, I knew it was this. coming. I, I yeah, purposely I was, didn't look into it. And then when I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Dr. Jekyll? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, four, yeah. I didn't like the see, way they I, interacted in their thin I actually, connections. I'm actually going to call it a five. For me, the characters were pretty, they were pretty standard for what I expect. Uh, this nothing here impressed me, but mm-hmm. I have seen from a character standpoint. I've just, I mean, these are tired tropes. There was a couple highlights. Yeah, it's very Jake, tired that's, tropes. That's what it right? was. It was all tropey. Right, right, right. But Jake Johnson's black guy died first, <laughs> right? But Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson's character did uh, did a pretty good job here. I liked, I liked Tom Cruise's attempt to be something different than he normally is. That's the it, thing because usually Tom Cruise only takes parts where people are like. Where it's like, yeah, you're going to love me. You're going to like me. I'm going to be like the most charming guy in the room in every movie. Yeah, yeah. but don't and you know this, that women love D-bags? <laughs> you know? Right. Well, no, I agree. Right. But, but, this is the only, but yeah, this is the only time where he's been anything less than a hero. Like, I don't... I, I mean, can't. but he is a hero. He and, and he's a hero through sacrifice. Right. He takes, Eventually. He takes, he takes, the, takes that journey. He takes that... The, Eventually. The, the, so the so his character evolves. Whatever. So that would be a good thing for his character. But do you think... Um, I just feel like he... It, it, in the beginning of the movie, before we really started to see, like, the evolution of the hero... Right. He like he couldn't decide where he and maybe that was part of it is they were trying was, they were trying to like play well, that and, out as like and he was oh, under he her spell. No, even before he was under her spell, I just no. feel like he just couldn't Right. He never found the well, beginning part of his transformation, and then we got to the end part of his transformation, but he was such a fickle character in the beginning. Maybe anyway, I missed it. What was the consequence if he didn't become the mummy. I don't think they explained. Did that. they say it? Like that's part but of she why I'm have, like uh, uh, she would have been. She would have died. Yeah, Goldilocks stays dead. Yeah. Oh right. That's, okay. That's the anyway, what are, we we, yeah. we, all, Chris, we all have numbers. Chris and right? Jenny Did both. We all put our numbers okay. down. His, yeah. his best friend okay. and his new girlfriend. Are, yeah, are, I mean, but like, so he's gonna them, doom humanity with his nastiness because he wanted to get laid again. Well, like, I think I he know. feels like he can control it. Like, and Jekyll. And our exposition, exposition epilogue explains know, that he's going to go looking growing. for a cure and, and search the well, world and all and, that. And you're and you're right. That doesn't make that that was a weird. I mean, yes, it's it's a weird motivation. Like I could understand if they're like, she's going to wipe out the world. Then I'd be like, okay, stab yourself with that. But all of knife. this makes more sense than casting Russell Crowe as Javert. So we got to give it that. <laughs> <laughs> I I was. I don't know. The, I didn't. Did you know it was coming? Because you saw me. Because Al, Al yeah. and I saw this together, and yeah. you saw me in the middle of the movie give like a. Yeah, I knew that. This yeah, was, this was to the entire dark theater. I think I even turned around and was like, "Are you people seeing this he, right now?" He is uh, basically your uh, Sam Jackson of this this world. Yeah, he, he's he's your Nick Fury. He's yeah. your linchpin between all the I guess, movies. Yeah. I guess now, it's in in retrospect, since I know that we're creating this whole dark universe yeah. thing, and it's going to be a thing because now this is all we do with the movies anymore. Mm-hmm. And now I sound really jaded because I do love these superhero comic yeah. book movies, but this one's really bad. Well, I I just I was it, it was I was very thrown off, and I don't understand how Doctor Jekyll plays into the Mummy universe. Well, but I guess I'm losing sight of the fact that this is a bigger picture. Thing. And I also think yeah. they did it very lazily. Like when yeah. he first started changing, like it was just like, oh, he's got some veins popping. Yeah, his something's head. wrong with this like, guy. He's taking a really tough poop. Right. Like, <laughs> well, I, if we get a standalone Doctor Jekyll movie, I think they're going to go 
huge that. on that. But like, yeah, because like, he never got so through the transition. Subtle. Like, it's so subtle. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, like I mean, See, I, like in, in, I was I mean, done with that. But I mean, like, uh, yeah, I don't need even, him to go even, full Hulk. Yeah, but I mean, right. Even in Doctor Jekyll and or, uh, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, like you saw a definitive change. Whereas this, it, like, his eyes got shiny and his skin got pallid, mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh, is that it? <laughs> He's a right. different person now. <laughs> but I don't know. I was, I was actually, <sighs> I was happier with that than I expected to be. Yeah, I, think, I didn't know exactly what was going to be. In yeah, I wasn't right. expecting it, so I was just like, what? yeah, I had no idea it was yeah. coming. Does so what this it have to do with anything? It so. just right. felt gratuitous. And, and I, I love me some Jekyll and Hyde. So character wise, uh, we got a <laughs> five, two fours, and a six. Mm-hmm. Well, at least, at least we're pretty close uh, in yeah. numbers here. I'm feeling like this one probably is going to end up landing at a five again. Mm. Do we need to debate this for another ten minutes, or can we just no, accept this I'll one? No, I'll take it to a five, but know that I'm only taking it to a five for Jake Johnson. Okay. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Yeah, he was really the only okay. thing I enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> next piece, we got the technical piece. Yeah. One of the oh. parts... One of the part really, I thought the technical I actually piece. This movie it. was so dark without needing to be as dark. It was as very it was. dark, okay. but like the CGI anyway, didn't sorry. kill yes. me. The like, effects were I, really good. My brain knows when it's fake, and in this movie, I wasn't like whoa. Except for the camel spiders weren't very big, but other than that, yeah. And camel spiders aren't poisonous. Even, I know it was. There, I know it was his curse or whatever. But I was like, well, no, they said that they weren't poisonous. Yeah, he even said he was like, like poisonous. Just camel spiders, so that bro. was like stupidly inconsistent. But like honestly, like. I hate movies where I'm like, uh, but I saw what just... <laughs> I kind of thought that the camel spiders, although not being poisonous, were cursed. And yeah, that's no, no, what I think put that's it what it him. was. It yeah. was yeah. that they yeah, were yeah, cursed, yeah. but... Yeah. Like, okay. I, I could what, right, are, Maybe are, they were cursed to not yeah. get full size, too. All right, yeah, uh, like, I'm going to start this off here. From a technical standpoint, I liked what they were doing. I liked some of the cinematography. I'm at a seven. I liked it. I didn't love it. It was... I, I I was pleased with the amount of CGI that it didn't bother me, you know? Right. Like, it didn't take me out of it at all. Uh, the sandstorm through the city was kind of cool. So yeah, that was impressive. I'm giving it an eight. Until they did the face. And I was like, why'd you gotta go do yeah, the face? The face. Un- you guys are going really high, so I know I'm not going to be able to talk you down as far as I want to go, but no. I'm going to be generous and give this a five. Really? Yes. I and we'll, was, we'll talk about why after okay. Sarah gets right. her number. I mean, I would give it a seven. Okay. I would. So, not. so talk to me here. What's what's got you all the way down in the five? So, range? my issue with this movie is that it was it was so dark, so dark throughout. It's called the, the entire, dark universe. I don't but care you, what it's you called. Mean like, I, like you mean it was dark, hard to see things. Dark, dark to the point where it was hard for me to see things, and I also felt that during the action scenes, the camera mm-hmm. was so unfocused and like something would happen and Tom like Cruise the end would be, of the Hunger Games <laughs> yeah no like Tom, seriously like they shot it backwards going down a water slide like that's what it felt like to me like there, the, the, there, were, there were definitely pieces of cinematography that were a little rough there, yeah, I agree the, and that, that, that fast the, cut action yeah scene the fast is, cut action scenes and whenever he was like wrestling around with her like whenever there was a scuffle between him and the mummy and Aminet and Nick and like it I was getting nauseous by how bad the cinematography was when the camera was like. My biggest complaint with this technically was that it was like they've had how many months now to watch Suicide Squad and go, oh, crap. We've got the exact same antagonist. <laughs> Don't yeah. do that. Oh, my gosh. I huh. forgot to bring that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my same God. Person. Like, it's the exact same they thing. They just didn't have the little thing on her forehead. Yeah. <laughs> How did they not say, maybe we should mix things up just a little? No, they were like, we're too far Maybe we should get rid too- of the hordes of uh, zombies that she's creating because okay, it's just I like. Actually, if we're going technical, uh, I actually thought those were pretty well done. They I, were. I did, too. Like, especially when you were, like, zooming in on, like, 
body parts and stuff. As yeah. a person who's exhumed mm-hmm. old bodies as old desiccated bodies, I was like, whoa, you can like see the tendons and the legs yeah. and like yeah. it actually okay. looked It was well good. done, but and it was you, still just a repeat. And it was no, practical effects, right, which yeah. I am always for. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park still holds up for 20 years because of practical right. effects. Yeah. Well, and I like this too, and even as she was sucking the, the life essence out of the other people and she was starting mm-hmm. to come back, she came back in a way that looked really... Good, good. Like you could see yeah. her start to grow it back. Wasn't, and you it could wasn't. It wasn't Amenhotep eating the beetle in his cheek. Like oh, that yeah. was so right. Gratuitous, right? <laughs> and there was, and there was, and there was still a little bit of that. And I think, while I agree, the cinematographer, I did not like those quick angle. I don't like those either. I prefer yeah. a long shot. Take your time, do it right, kind of thing. It bothered but, me so much. But what I did, what I did, kind of like about that as a whole was that this still retained a lot of the horror movie elements that mm-hmm. these things originally hearkened from. Yes. So I'm okay with it being a little darker. Again, maybe a little too dark, granted. They were, they, they were a little too far. But Yeah, don't that- get me wrong. It's not that the movie was dark because, yes, it is a, like a quote-unquote scary movie and mummies are spooky and blah, blah, sure. blah, whatever. I just thought, I, I literally thought it was too dark. Yeah, no. under the bridge when she was making yeah. I was like, yeah. right. what's happening? I couldn't yeah. see anything happening. It didn't Agreed. make sense. Agreed. That piece was a little rough. Yeah. But there was. But I thought the fights is really good. The thing with the plane going down was was a really interesting choice and a really way, fun way to go. The bus thing was, I think I think uh, this, oh, that was dumb. that was like an obligatory Tom Cruise moment. I mean, they oh, like when had. he gets into the bus and then the veil's there and he's like, "Wow, I, I that actually, was close." There was yeah. the, I like expected him to like run out the other side of it. I, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, was uh, that had to be something. That had to like, be something in Tom Cruise's like, contract. Also, with the plane, I really expected him to like grab onto her and like. And be pulled out. Yeah, I, right. I was it waiting didn't for that. Happen, yeah. I was like, "Wait, what?" Right, yeah. Tom Cruise, you missed a moment. Right, <laughs> like, but what you missed a classic you moment. But that, but the thing was, as the plane's going down and they're and they're kind of fighting the gravity and they're doing that was those, great. Those kinds of scenes were there. That's what got this up to me. That's what got this I up. I actually for me. thought that was really impressive too. They had right. to spend a lot of time in the vomit comet to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah, a lot of time. Exactly. So okay, so where do we? So what were numbers again? Where were we at? I'm at an eight. You're um, at a seven. I'm at a five. I believe I said seven. Okay. I think I'll I, come up to seven. I think I think we need to call this you, one a seven because you make a good point with the zombies. Oh, and that's the, the only redemption the of this movie. Is yeah, it was no, really it was, visually impressive in some points. Right, right, right. Okay, like, even the eyes. The eyes were really good. yes. The like, eye, the like, eye effect. Yeah, I don't know why you had double there, pupils, but right. it was, there was no there was no real logic to that. It was baller, but it was yeah, it was a cool looking effect. Yeah. Okay, so last piece we got here. Overall enjoyment here. Um, <laughs> this wasn't. I mean, here's the thing. This was not a good movie, but it wasn't. As I'm sitting here thinking through it, it wasn't all. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was last night. Like, yeah, on the light of day, it doesn't seem as terrible. Uh, I'm going. I think I'm going to go six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Liz next. You know the popcorn that we ate was on point. Do those? Del- <laughs> I really enjoyed that was the del- popcorn. That, that we was ate some delicious damn theater. popcorn. And my cherry coke was so good. Uh, so for those elements alone, I'll give it a six. All right. Popcorn and soda does it again. <laughs> Save the movie. Where are you at? I know this has to be hard for you. I'm trying to consider it all. I think the technical brought it up to a four for me, but that's okay. I don't think I can go higher. Where'd you land? Seven. You landed a seven? Okay. So in a world where Wonder Woman is a ten, this was a solid seven. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's some those are some fighting words. Yeah. Because thing. we gave Wonder Woman a 10 last week. Because it was an okay, enjoyable like, you movie. Can enjoy it. Like, so works? my reason this is so low is because I couldn't suspend my disbelief for even a minute to be like, I am watching this wonderful summer blockbuster the whole time. I was like, 5,000 years old. 
they did that in two hours. So What's going on there? Like the whole of, time, I couldn't suspend my disbelief. Suspension of disbelief aside, though, it was just not. It's but just I mean, that's like the mark of a good watch. movie. You've been taken out of your world right. into a new Very world. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. And I couldn't do it, so I did not enjoy it because I was like, "This I'm, is on a TV screen." Listen, I'm giving this this thing. This one ranks a six for me as a gift. Yeah, I'm willing to. I'm willing to to give it some leeway because it was attempting to launch a universe. And that's legitimately... I think they can do so much better to launch a universe. They absolutely yeah. can. But launching a universe is challenging. Well, they tried with of... Frankenstein and it didn't work, so they started over. Actually, they also <laughs> tried with Dracula Untold and that also oh, that's failed. What it was. That was yeah. what it was, Dracula. Uh, Please yeah. leave my monsters alone. So they're not... Well, that's what I'm saying here. Well, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give it that piece. Here's, I mean, here's the honest to God truth, man. I about fell asleep in this movie. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was... Well, you were exhausted from your amazing performance. Yeah, that's very true. And those chairs were so comfy. I actually am not going you back. You might have had a drink or two also. And no, they actually, No, I listen. By the time I sat down, I was clean, cold, and sober. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had, to go, I had to put my kids to bed before I could go see them. I, mean, I had to take three I mean, shots no, before Let's I be clear. He didn't put his kids to bed sober. But by the time <laughs> he was done putting his kids to bed, then he was sober. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Of course, my, my kids, my kids don't, my kids don't know it's bedtime until Daddy still smells just a little bit like alcohol. Anyway, <laughs> that, is, for sobering that, up. that is a <laughs> joke. That is a joke. Dark. That um, is a joke. Is it? Yeah, I'm not I don't saying know. It hasn't happened. I'm just saying it's. A, it's not like, a regular. It's not a regular occurrence. occurrence. Uh, but I mean, I, did you honestly I was just, enjoy yourself? At the theater, I enjoyed myself more than halfway. Like, like I really more enjoy than movies. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, I enjoy movies. Just, I love going to a theater. I love the whole experience. And I didn't walk out pissed. I walked out going, "What the hell?" I just, I just can't help but reference the Malcolm in the Middle scene at Dewey's birthday party. I expect nothing, and I'm still let down. <laughs> I did not go into this movie with high expectations, right. and I was still so severely disappointed. I, I went in with really low expectations, um, lower than I had last week. See, the last week so I was, you were, I was so super you were, pleasantly surprised. You were pleasantly surprised with The Mummy? I was pleasantly surprised two weeks in a row, not as pleasantly surprised as I was by Wonder Woman. See, I went in thinking, like, haha, this is going to be really bad, and, and hoping that I would be pleasantly surprised. And was actually surprised at how upset I was at how much worse it was than I expected. I, I went in it to expecting be. to eviscerate this movie today, and I went out going, "You know what? That was fun. Ugh, that was a fun way to spend an hour and fifty minutes." Devil's um, advocate. I believe and in the a text year, message we'll I sent one. was, um, "I can't believe I put money towards this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset that they're earning off of me." No. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So I said six, uh, seven. seven. I said six. I don't remember. I think I said five, four, five, four. All right. I'm okay. I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna we're gonna stuck at a six though. Yeah. I think we've got because I'm not going any higher. Yeah. No. Um, and I'm telling you, the six is based off of the dank popcorn and the really crisp cold cherry coke. Whoa! whoa, whoa time out, time out, time out. Dank is now good. Yes. Yeah. Dank, yeah. Yeah. Get with the times. Yeah. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay, I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. We like those dank memes. You know? <laughs> oh, that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> I'm used to the dictionary definition. Learn something today. I'm used uh, to the dictionary definition of dank. Hello, fellow youths. <laughs> Al is Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I never once. I listen. I never. Thank I didn't claim to be hip. Greetings, fellow kids. Yeah. How's your beeper? <laughs> I don't care. That's not. <gasps> what year did you get rid of that thing? He still got an AOL email address. <laughs> I. Here's the, I'm confused though. Like, uh-huh. You can find what? us at for geeks sake at AOL.com. What? No. But, <laughs> But how did dank become to mean cool? I'll explain it later. Marijuana. Right. 
Oh. Or she'll explain oh. it right now. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. No, no, no. That yeah, at least makes that sense. That was quick. No, no, no. I'm a, now at least I can feel. I, now I can track the. I can now track. Although I wouldn't really want. To, it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm not like a real mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> and the worst part is, is that like I started saying a D word and I was going to say delicious because um I just want to put a little PSA out there. I don't talk like that, and she I does. don't know why I used the word dank. That was amazing. She does. We for also, reasons. Uh, so we're, we're landed on a six for that one. Okay. Uh, now, before we go any farther, I need to take a quick moment and give a shout out to the two people who stole our seats at the movie theater. Oh my God. Okay, but the theater I was told empty, them, right? No, it was packed. What? We were second row back because there was no other seats available. That's yeah. disgusting. No, I don't, I like sitting up front, so it wasn't too big of a deal. But we got the two center seats, and when we got there, there were people sitting in the two center seats, and I told them they could have it, but they had to listen to the show. Oh, so, yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, what's up? I hope you're you listening. You Where you at? You couple you that was really pretty polite during the movie and didn't really say or do anything really... And even, and even laughed at how bad we thought the movie was with right. us after oh, when the credits man. were rolling. Can we talk but about the still. people in my audience genuinely like, <laughs> laughing? And I was like, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. Like people, when people clap at a movie and you're like, no, 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 uh, so you two better have listened. Otherwise, I, I mean, I didn't get your names on purpose. But. Yeah. Not your and also, <laughs> if you're not listening, stop stealing people's seats at movie theaters. But if you are listening, also Just, maybe don't steal people's seats at movie theaters. I don't know. Whatever. I didn't really, we didn't really I care. don't like the whole We're assigned good. seating thing anyway. I, oh, do I, I love it. What neither is this do I. middle school? I love I it. I also don't. I'm not a big fan of this whole. Uh, those chairs are too comfortable. They're too no. comfortable. I, I, when I'm, uh, when I'm wrong a, in so many ways. When, when I'm right a little now. bit uh, less sleepy and going to see a movie that I actually want to sit through, I'm going straight back to that movie theater because that was amazing. Uh, I don't know. Okay, let's move on. We got our B-roll here. So, so first we B-roll. got our overall. Oh, you want? Oh, you got our numbers ready? We got our numbers. Oh, I'm sorry. Tell, tell me. How, how do we do? All right. So we, we've now done four movies with our rubric. Mm-hmm. And this comes in at a solid number two. Oh, man. It beat Ghost in the Shell? No, I mean at the bottom. Oh. Like at the bottom. Oh, okay. But it's still better than Ghost in the Shell. It beat out Ghost in the Shell? Yeah. By how much? One point. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm okay so with that. We, I would yeah, say that this yeah, that's, we I, have Ghost in the Shell at 28, The Mummy at 29, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at 42, and Wonder Woman at 44. There's a big old gap in there. You guys there is. On. You know what? I'm pretty okay with this. I mean, I... I, I I think I think the Guardians Wonder Woman thing could go a little bit either way, but overall I've been really I'm really pretty happy with those. I also yeah. like to point out that it got a 17 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yep. So. yep, that kind of tracks with our numbers. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure does. Okay, so uh, now let's let's get into a little history because one of the things, of course, one of my very very favorite things to do here on For Geek's Sake is to take people who are very good at what they do. And um, ask them who just think obnoxious things about it. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and put this here. Uh-huh. So on, a, on, a, on an accuracy sale, uh, from one being there is no discernible fact presented here in any way, shape, or form, to ten being this is a straight documentary, uh, this is a textbook in, in movie form, um, where does the mummy sit? Oh, that would be an 11, Alex. <laughs> Just so this is past documentary stat. Okay, you heard it here. This is the most historically accurate um, cinema of, uh, feature film of all time. I can't think of anything. I mean, they said Egypt, and they, they said, said mummies. They said, so there's... So but they, they said got one. Iraq, too. They, they put their they name said, on the test. They said sarcophagus. Mm-hmm. Yep. They said hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. They did, except mm-hmm. they didn't... 
she didn't have hieroglyphics <laughs> on her face. She had Mesopotamian writing on her face. So I guess because well, the but they were because they yeah, weren't. They, but she wasn't reading Mesopotamia, right? Yeah. Right. There was actually no way from a Mesopotamia. Like this is the this is my my general history nerd. I'm a you know generalist, not a specialist here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did notice. Um, I was like, that's a little weird. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, I guess because. Whatever. No, it, it the was timing, like a no, precursor, no, the, but like, it, like it was, the, the timeline timing was the really timing poorly done. There. The timeline was really weirdly off. Like it was just like when she said five thousand, she screwed herself. I was like, what? so five thousand because put five thousand years ago in Egypt, they were like in tribes. Like they weren't. There was no upper so and lower. There was no. There was no pharaoh. There was no. So we're pre pyramids at that point. I mean, you've got to have... The yeah. pyramids are old as balls, so... Well, that's what I'm saying here, because the pyramids require a class system. You well, don't... And beyond if that, everybody's if equal running that, around... They showed the pyramids, but, like, the pyramids didn't look like that back then. The pyramids only look mm-hmm. as they look now since the 40s, because they used to be smooth, and then in, like, the 40s, they started taking the granite off of the outside and putting it in government buildings. So, like, actually... Our pyramids are jacked up. They survived thousands of years to get jacked up in modern times. Um, that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> but like, so like that alone, I was like, as I said, the whole having a hard time taking myself yeah. out of it. I saw sure, the sure. pyramids and I went. Hey, okay, what? but one to ten. Because they clearly they because got- we're not just looking at Egyptian. We're looking at archaeology and stuff too. I. It's not high. It's not good. It's not going to okay. get over like a three. That's like, right. No, no, no. Oh, here's the thing. Like, like so Indiana that comes Jones three. would do better because that's he's like, it belongs the, in a museum. Actually, that's what I was going to ask. No, compare this from a pure historical accuracy standpoint to pick your favorite Indiana Jones movie. There's only three to choose from, though. I agree. Um, where does this one? I choose Crystal Skull. <laughs> You're dead to me. Shut up. <laughs> I will Shut fucking up. around. I will hang you by your mic cord. <laughs> So you want me? To, I'm sorry, I don't. Is understand. this more or less accurate, historically accurate than, than Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones, yeah, less, significantly less. less. Mm-hmm. Like okay. at least Indiana Jones was a professor, and he like kind of. I mean, he never actually followed through with scientific method, but um, <laughs> <laughs> he at least used like Occam's razor for some things, and he was okay. like that belongs in a museum, so he was on the right track. This guy was just like prophet, <laughs> yeah. and like oh, you can get that sarcophagus out of the ground in two hours. Okay, I'm really so, stuck on that because as the like, Army Corps of Engineers. But I mean, like, listen, <laughs> I have spent many hours in a in a trench using a toothbrush, like literally, like Jurassic Park, like scrubbing something with a. But toothbrush. this one was conveniently like, dunked in mercury, conveniently. right? And <laughs> right. the chain didn't like snap in half, and right. Go haywire when he used this five thousand year old chain, yeah. Which you know, the police system was perfectly story. intact. Fun oh, yeah, story. Fun totally. when we found Tutankhamun, uh, we as if I was there. Um, they tried. They found like a four thousand year old trumpet, and they were like, "Let's blow this trumpet," and then they did, and it exploded in their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. Is that like, real? This is one hundred percent real. We also ate honey that was in a tomb once because we wanted to know if it was still edible. It was. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, they blew a trumpet, and we've lost that to time in history because some jack. Can I say it? You can say jackass. jackass. Yeah, I was like, can I say it? I don't know how much I can edit myself. Some jackass was like, let's see what an old trumpet sounds like. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) You've destroyed that. It sounds like a 4,000-year-old instrument disintegrating. Yeah. (laughs) It blew up in your face. Good job. It sounds like tears. Maybe we should have cleared the airway first. (laughs) So, so no. It was very low. It was very low. There was... So little that they you gotta did. clean that spit valve. What was the what was the most historically accurate moment? And the mummy? Yeah. Oh wow. The fact that she had two coffins. She had an inner and an outer coffin. Okay. That was like the only thing that I was like, oh, okay. All right. All right. But like, <laughs> right, good job. What but about, I mean, like, she was thing? buried with respect, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, so I told you that, like, I studied 18th Dynasty Egyptian archaeology. Yeah. Um, the king that I like 
am about doesn't exist in history books. People are like, who the hell is that guy? And I'm like, exactly. That's why I like him because he did something so stupid and so crazy that they were like, we're going to erase him from history. And so (laughs) to like bury her the way she did, like she was buried with honor because she had like sarcophagi and like a whole tomb and things facing her. Like, so even like that's how they they, hit her a thousand miles away. But that's how they consider like if the gods can find you, Mm -hmm. that's honor. Like, mm. like uh, if you were a poor dude, even if you were a poor dude, you still got like a little thing with your name on it stuck on your body because like the mm-hmm. gods could find you then. But like with all that pomp and circumstance, that's like saying, we want you to see her. She's right here. So, like, <laughs> that's okay. But like, so I mean, like this one, I was just like, okay, the closest thing we got to accuracy was Is she it, had two coffins. Okay. I'm really curious about the thing where they had the guys facing in. They had the four big the, statues. The, on statues, the, yeah, yeah. the four big statues yeah. and they were all facing in. Whereas normally they were the guys say they're facing out. Was that true? I mean, but that's never really happened. Like but nobody gets four statues around. Nobody there. just gets <laughs> like five Anubises like hanging out around them. Like I mean, you got the Sphinx and like the row of Sphinx. no, because no, that's not right. Because before um, Napoleon screwed up Cairo, mm-hmm. um, there used to be a row of Sphinxes after the Sphinx, like little baby ones, uh-huh. and so they all faced in. So they were looking at you as you walked down toward the pyramids. So like no. It was, it's not accurate. Like they're just making no, shit up. Oh. Like, like I mean, what about it works? That? It works because it's four thousand year old, you know, iconography. So like they sure. can do whatever they want with it, mm-hmm. and no one knows. I mean, look at how many people wear an onk nowadays, and you're like, it means life, and you're like, shut up, <laughs> 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 like just stop pandering. Like, but I mean, or like they wear the eye of Horus. They have no idea what the hell means. Like right. they have no idea. Okay, <laughs> like, so 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 we know on the statues. Um, the mummification process, I seem to recall, involving a lot more than wrapping people in bandages. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so they well, not, not if you're mummifying them alive. Well, and they said that. Well, they said that in the in the movie too that they were like, you know, we mummified her alive, which you really can't. Ooh, use there the- was that part though where they tried to save themselves. They're like, she doesn't have any burial stuff. There's no canopic jars, and I was like, oh, you tried so hard. <laughs> Good for you. That's cute. It was. I mean, you it- used a word that people have heard in history class. <laughs> well, that's the best. So, so do they normally get pottery? Uh, yeah. When- okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's four thousand years of history, so like things changed, and like gods changed, and everything. Sure, sure. Arranged, but like there's like a standard like across the board like i'm not gonna get into like the nuances of it but like yeah most people like most, well, most people, people got of stature some got some sort of something if you've they got took a sarcophagus the, well and, and by the, pottery yeah. you mean it's they held their or it held their vital organs correct i mean if you were wealthy mm-hmm. yes yeah. okay. I, okay. I can't say it across the board because some people literally died in a hole under a mat and they got mummified because sure. there's a desert and there's right. no germies sure sure <laughs> they can't live in there's no water so there's no germs to sure sure but i mean like but yeah if you were a person of status your your stuff was taken out and it was embalmed and you were put on salt for 70 days i don't know well, like seventy days, and then they like nitrous and like, yeah, all this stuff. Like, so, so, what is the most accurate? The, the two pop the, culture, the, pop culture, no pop culture history thing. Pop. You had to sit through these costumes and stuff. What was the most accurate? Would you say it's Gods of Egypt? <laughs> it was probably Gods of Egypt. It was probably not most accurate. I, I can't think of anything. Everything uses some sort of history to their own advantage. Like even like, as I said earlier, like the, uh, like uh, history channel, like whenever they talk about Stonehenge, it's like creepy music and, uh, smoke and whispers. And what were they doing? We know what they were doing. They're astrology. Like, <laughs> like we no. know what they were well, doing. Like, what is, so what, so what, what gets closest? I can't even, I mean, I'm trying to like list things in my head and I can't even think of something that I'm like, eh. okay, what is the, okay, then what is the Egypt based movie that you can sit through the longest? 
<laughs> Indiana Jones. There you go. That's, <laughs> but that's I mean, all like, he needed. That's all he wanted. That's all he, that's all he needed. Say. That's not fair, though. Like, that, that was, was the, my inspiration no, no, no. to be what I am. There we go. <laughs> I challenge okay. you to find someone else who has a job that has a theme song <laughs> and a wardrobe. <laughs> he actually used to walk around dressed as Indy with a the theme song playing on his iPhone. Yeah, like not, still, not Halloween, just like a Tuesday. Yeah. I did I did go I mean, in like May. I think it was May. <laughs> to the grocery store dressed as Indiana Jones. Fun mm-hmm. story. Archaeologists actually dress like that. Of course mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, we need oh, vented they, shirts with pockets. Yeah, yeah. Um, if they didn't before, they sure as hell do now. <laughs> okay, so I want to get back to, to Jenny and how awful she was. And I know we're done with oh, reviewing the, the movie, but, I, but now that we're talking about the fact versus crap, I mean, by herself walking into a hole in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Look, okay. First of all, I didn't realize she had a name. Thank you for that, Jenny. <laughs> she was um, Curly's first wife of to all. Me. <laughs> when the hole gets blown and they see that giant head, yeah, and she just looks at that and goes, oh, "That's Egyptian." I mean, okay, well, but you can look at anything and be like, "Well, that's Egyptian." Okay. Um, I mean, but that's... it was just a face. You, uh, yeah, but, but it was kind of spacey looking. And you're in Iraq. Yeah, I mean, again, super nitty. When they were like watching the guys destroy the the stuff at the beginning of the movie, like Mm. in the beginning credits, I was Mm. like, oh, they're in Mesopotamia. And then it came up at the bottom, Mesopotamia. And I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) There's another point for accuracy. (laughs) Like, because they had a very specific carving. So you can, so she can look at the head and say, that's Egyptian. Okay, but that's a blanket statement. uh, But I knew when the when the face appeared in the sandstorm in the city, I knew that was Egyptian too because I'd seen the other mummy movies. And that's right. the face that shows up. I want to say my so. favorite part of the movie was probably when the Book of the Dead dropped. Like, yes. I yeah. was the, the little kid who was super into those movies was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it passed and I was like, oh, no, we're back here. <laughs> we're going to carry Just on enough to say it's a connected universe. But I mean, like, you know, these were the things that caused me to get obsessed with this stuff as a kid. I was like, you know, I was a weirdo kid. But I mean, yeah, she she... You can you can look at something and say it's Egyptian, but you can't. right. I, I just mean, I just want to I want to yeah I want to know like, the accuracy of her walking into that hole and looking around and being like I think we've just found you know well maybe she didn't figure it out until they actually pulled well, the don't she didn't to, figure it out until she was reading the hieroglyphics in the plane. I really but, thought it yeah. was great that they bombed it to open it though because that's how we got into the pyramids. Not even lying, <laughs> like. That's how a lot of 1940s archaeology went. They were like, we can't find the entrance. Do you have a stick of dynamite? <laughs> and now we're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Ooh, oopsie. So maybe not the greatest for the structural integrity. All right. All right. All right. So that's going to do it. Uh, uh, thank you, Sarah. We Easy. appreciate that. It looks like the mummy is as historically accurate as we assumed. Yes. So... <laughs> but have you seen Gods of Egypt? Uh, when I was in college. <laughs> no, no, no. It came out like two years ago. Oh, that, no. Oh, no, no, no. That I refused. With I refused. Jamie Lannister in no, it. No, no. I, I would watch it for Nicholas Coster while do, while do or however you say his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I would never watch that. Okay, don't. I have. <laughs> okay, don't. <laughs> they were a lot of white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do some shameless plugs. Uh, Dan, why don't you start us off? As always, for all of your DJ needs, you can find me at epicfenceorlando.com. And again, don't forget, check out uh, There's No Place Like Terra. There you go. Liz, what you got? 
As per usual, I'm going to go ahead and plug the Orlando Roller Derby. We are your premier Orlando Roller Derby League in Orlando, in case you were wondering where we play Roller Derby. It's Orlando. We have a game coming up this June 18th, this Sunday. Uh, It's going to be our two home teams versus each other. It's going to be the Snowbird Bombers versus the Heat Wave Hellcats, both teams which uh, myself and Sarah reside on, and we are not playing in this game, so come and hang out with us. You can hear me speaking on microphone again. Ah, yes. I'll be announcing and showing how bad I am she will be announcing the game. So that's going to be uh, doors are at 4.30 at Cimarron Skateway in Castleberry. First whistles at 5. Come check us out and see some cool stuff. You can listen to me not be good at math again. Uh, that's like go- a running thing. Well, as long as you can, you're, you're committed to it, that's what really matters. Yeah, yeah. I just say, hey, that points that team's ahead by math. All right. So okay. doing good. <laughs> so any, anything you like to shamelessly plug? Uh, I know she did kind of stole your thunder there. Uh, no, no, that's no. okay. You don't have to. <laughs> my life's my life's pretty boring. Um, so uh, I actually am gonna. Uh, you guys, if you right after Shameless Plugs here, you're gonna hear uh, a real quick interview that we did with uh, Catherine Hedinger. We talked about her last week. She's the creator of the classic fidget spinner. So we did a little interview with her. That'll mm-hmm. be after this. So you can check that out. And you audio, can, only. audio only. Audio uh, only. Sorry, the video song. The uh, yeah. So we're gonna do that piece. That'll be there. And then um, so yeah. So listen after the theme song. You'll catch that. And then we can also, uh, she's got a Kickstarter going on too, so we want to make sure you mention that. We'll get the links to that, and that'll be on our social media pages. So you can check that out. And if you're a fidget aficionado, check it out. Um, I also am going to plug Baruto. I So Naruto Shippuden wrapped up uh, the anime, the big, huge fan of it. <laughs> and uh, it wrapped up a little while ago, and I was on, on Hulu. I found Baruto, which is the next, like it's Naruto's kid. Okay. And kind of carries on from like the next generation and stuff. I'm about two or three episodes in, and I gotta be honest, man. If you if you have that Naruto itch, man, that's is, this this one's a good this one's good. I it was I'm not gonna say it's the greatest thing ever, but they definitely still have kept some of the core stuff, and it's interesting. And if you enjoy the Naruto storyline, then Naruto is gonna be something worth checking out. Plus, it's on Hulu, so check it out. They're like I think ten or twelve episodes in, so they're like twelve down, four hundred and eighty eight to go. So strap in, I guess. <laughs> oh, 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 and I forgot to mention, I finally got to see Batman and Bill, and it is amazing. Ooh. Check it out. I knew the story. I still almost cried. Aww. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Good stuff. All right. Uh, is that going to do it for us? I think it's going to do it for us. Uh, what, but don't they need to know where to find us, Al? Oh, that would be good information. Hey, uh, Liz, Liz, do you know where to find us? I think I know. I think that they can find us on Facebook at For Geek's Sake. They can find us on our website at ForGeeksSake.org. They can find us on Instagram at FGS for Geek's Sake. They can find us on Twitter at For Geek's Sake. That's the number four. Geek's Sake, that's two S's. And I think that's all of the Wait, things. no, you forgot one. For Geek's Sake at AOL.com. <laughs> oh, they email us at She forgot a big one. <laughs> Which one? The new one. Of the website? Are we doing that? Yeah, we're doing that. No. Well, we, we do have a website. Oh, no, 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 not that one. The other one. <laughs> oh, the YouTubes. No, not that one. Oh, you can also find us on YouTube. You what? can also find us on Patreon.com. I didn't know we were doing that for yet. For Geek's Sake. Hey, guys, you can find us at Patreon.com slash For Geek's Sake. We really should have done this at the top of the episode. Probably. I know. We're going to say about this in a couple weeks at the top of the episode, too, but we do officially <laughs> have a Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com. It's there and it's fun. For Geek's Check Sake. Check it out. Yeah. It is. Well, is it fun? It is. Is it? Okay. Because there's little us. bonuses that you can get if, if you support us, which yeah. would be wonderful. Yeah, you can live off of a podcast. Su- support yeah. local things. Yeah, we guys. will not. We're not going to make it up. Oh, to listen, it happened for my favorite murder. Not with that attitude. <laughs> right? 
Well, I'm not. I mean, oh, I'm talking about for you guys. I get 85 percent of the profits. So <laughs> anyway, uh, that's gonna do it for us. We want to uh, thank Sarah so much. Uh, shout out to Catherine Hedinger for the thing, the thing stuff, and U.S. Air Guitar for being awesome. Uh, it was a lot of fun last night and all that. So I think that is going to do. Is that gonna do it? Are we good? Are we good? Okay, yeah. we're good. So that's gonna do it for us, folks. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe. Give us a positive review on iTunes, like because that apparently really Please. matters. Uh, so until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, I call them skull crawlers. I never said that name out loud before. It sounds stupid now that I think about it. You can just call them whatever you want. And welcome back to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. And uh, we're actually really excited to have uh, Catherine Hedinger, uh, the inventor of the classic fidget spinner. Say what now? I know. The classic fidget spinner is how we're going to call this thing. There we go. Catherine, how are you? I'm really good today. Good, good, good. So you've got a Kickstarter. It's got, uh, what, six days left? Six, seven yeah, days left? it actually starts at an odd time next Sunday, next Sunday morning. Okay, so that'll be Sunday, June... Somebody looked at it Sunday? June 18th. June, oh, Father's 18. Day. It's on Father's Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it wraps up on Father's Day at what time? At midnight? Uh, ten, like 10.45. That, <laughs> that is a random time. I, it is. Okay. I know. So tell us about uh, you and, and, the, and the fidget. Give us, give us a history lesson here. Okay. Well, um, I was uh, a little bit of a world traveler. I managed to make it to Israel. And they had the most beautiful people in the world there. And one of the things they have is that you know young people could get off of a bus in groups. It was a pretty open place to be at the time and they were like kids running around boys were running around just beautiful they had and this one boy i told him oh you have the most beautiful eyes Mm -hmm. later i find out that they would throw rocks at people and i thought oh man that's terrible so i started thinking of a toy and when i started thinking of one it was really complicated it was kind of like transformers then i had an experience where i actually had time to do it Mm -hmm. and that was um and that was a really bad experience because i developed an illness for a summer and um, I had a young daughter. I couldn't really play with her, and I had a I couldn't really pick up her toys. And so I spent the time while she played, just trying different kinds of design, like with paper and and tape and mm-hmm. whatever she had around and stuff from the kitchen. And so that's how I spent the summer. So how did this lead to the fidget spinner? Well, yeah. I I came up with something, and it started out really complicated. I was I was messing with it, and then after an unbelievably long time. <laughs> Other <laughs> designers would understand this. It got simpler and simpler, and then it worked. And then I could do it, my daughter could do it, and I thought this is it. So that's how, for the first concept, really. Sure, sure, sure. Now, when was this? About what time? What, what years are we talking here? Uh, well, she would have been... Uh, she would have been about four or five. So let's say that would have been in the 90s, early 90s. So a little before the current fidget spinner craze. You were, yeah, I would say. We were a little ahead of the eight ball there. Just a little, just a little yeah. bit. So, Get it? Trendy toy, yeah, eight I, ball. Yeah, I, I saw what you did there. I was <laughs> trying to ignore it. Um, the So then... So how did this then lead to today? I mean, because is, is what you designed, does it look like the, the fidget spinners that we see all over the place today? 
Well, uh, this was designed uh, with the idea of children, not just as a desk toy sure. for adults. So the idea was to make it out of soft plastic. Oh, so cool. You, well, I like so, that. Yeah, I know. It's really, it's really, so, you know, if you take the lamps down, you can mess with it inside. You're not going right. to really hurt your sister or anything. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's nice like that. Uh, when I was talking to the patent examiner, he was, uh, you know, was, all of a sudden I had to remember freshman physics, which is not that easy to do for anybody, I think. Right. But it was the idea of uh, creating something that had good angular momentum and a, and a place to put the finger. So the center of gravity was actually easier to do. Okay. So that's how I was able to overcome the patents before it. Gotcha. Which were more for, I guess, tricks of the circus or something. And this was something for, for kids. Gotcha. 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 So now folks can actually get their hands on the classic fidget spinner, the one that, the one that was created prior to everything else. I mean, this is the one that, that, that you made. Is that the one that's up on Kickstarter now? That's absolutely it. It's, it's the design that I have. It's a, we've prototyped it. We've got a production model. And uh, all someone has to do is just, the idea is that you're a backer on Kickstarter. Of course. So you, you're supporting a project. So when you do that, you go in and then you get rewards. And as your rewards, say you come in at $25, you get two. And nice. you'll be probably the first in the country to get them. Very nice, very nice. So folks can find that. And by the way, you guys, of course, can find the link on our Facebook page. We'll have it up all over our social media stuff. So you can check that out. That is the classic fidget spinner here with Catherine Hedger. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Well, just that it's just really been amazing that finally, finally, people are understanding that if you look at your pet, you look at your cat or your dog, they're either asleep or they're moving. And mm-hmm. it turns out humans aren't that different. Who, whoever decided that we had to sit stock still, like, you know, seven hours straight, it doesn't make any sense. So I, I love the idea of the current craze, and I'm, I'm hoping very much that, that we're able to get ours out there. And it's, and it's, a, it's a wonderful thing to have people. It's, it's something you have to experience. You know, you do it for a few seconds, and it feels good, and you're calming down, and it's great for all ages. Well, yeah, talking to producer Dan and myself, believe me, yeah. we, we understand. We're believers. Oh, boy, are we. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for us, guys. Thank you so much, Catherine, for coming and chatting with Thank us. Thank you. This and, guys, make sure you check it out. you got until Father's Day to get your get yeah. back in while you can. If you, if you put in Hedinger, H-E-T-T-I-N-G-E-R, and Spinner, well, a lot will come up on Google. But, <laughs> because a lot of people have been talking to me. My phone's been ringing off the hook. But you'll be able, if you put in Kickstarter, you'll be able to find it before Sunday. Gotcha, gotcha. And, of course, you can also find those links all over our stuff. So once again, thank you to Catherine and uh, good luck. Okay. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it.